Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi, my name is Mary Catherine Schutz, and welcome to Healing Journeys Today. Uh, We're going to talk about one of my favorite things to talk about. And I will be seeking this, I'll be meditating on this for the rest of my life until I see Jesus face to face. It's about righteousness. It's self-righteousness versus the gift of righteousness. Jesus himself even said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. So, how does this pertain to healing? We will get to that. So I want to start out by... I'm just defining the two, self-righteousness versus the gift of righteousness. Self-righteousness, well, first, righteousness, let's look it up in the Greek and the Hebrew. The Greek is from the New Testament, and the Hebrew is from the Old Testament. So the word righteousness, once again, I have my little magnet that I made to remind myself. Um... The Greek meaning of righteousness is the state of him who is as he ought to be, the condition acceptable to God, a state approved by God, integrity, virtue, purity of life, rightness, and correctness of thinking, feeling, and acting. So that's the Greek definitions of righteousness. The Hebrew has um, justice, truthfulness, ethically right, vindicated, justification, salvation, prosperity, righteous acts, righteous and virtue. This is why I love to look up words in the Greek and the Hebrew, because for the one English word, there are 10 to 20 other words that it means. And so righteousness, we can just um, simply put it is the state acceptable to God. Okay, so our self-righteousness. In our self, can we become into that state of acceptable to God? No, (laughs) because it's in our own flesh. Our self-righteousness is without God. It is doing things in our own strength. It's our um, flesh side of us. We are made up of three things, spirit, soul, and body, flesh. And so um, in our mind can either go be in line with the spirit or the body. So that's a whole nother teaching. Um, so but self-righteousness, let's, let's define that. It's anything in our own strength. Um, in Romans 6, the writer of Romans, Paul, He literally likens self-righteousness to uncleanness, to being a slave to sin. Um, Let's just look that up. Romans 6, we'll start off on Romans 6, verse 18. It says, And having been set free from sin, you become slaves of righteousness. Now, he's saying that that the slaves of righteousness is going to be the gift of righteousness. And we're going to get to the definition of that. 
but without receiving that gift of righteousness, we're a slave to sin, okay? Um, he says in verse 19, I speak in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. So it's like an opposite thing. If we're a slave of righteousness now in Christ, before that we were a slave to uncleanness, a slave of sin, a slave to unlawlessness. Um, so we're going to put that in the self-righteousness column. Anything in our own strength, our flesh, we're slave to sin, we're slaves to uncleanness. Um, oh, there's another one. Let's go to Romans, no, Philippians 3. Let's go to Philippians 3. Oops, I passed it. Okay. Philippians 3 verse 9 says, And be found in him, Jesus, not having my own righteousness. So this is Paul once again speaking. And he's talking about how his self-righteousness Literally, um, he accounts it for rubbish, or he calls it dung. Um, we all know what that is. Um, so in, okay, verse 9, and he's, he's saying, And be found in him, Christ, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. And so the verse before that is where he said, Yet indeed, I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of the Christ of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish that I may gain Christ. So he's basically saying everything in his self-strength, um, his own effort, he counts it all as rubbish. And now he is receiving that gift of righteousness. And so he's saying that his righteousness was that of the law because the law <laughs> oh wow there's so much to say okay the law basically says you do good and you get good you do bad get bad and Christ became the end of the law for us he fulfilled the law and he has now given us righteousness not by our works not by our doing it in our own strength, but by believing in him. And we will get to that part here. So self-righteousness is our flesh, um, anything in our own strength. Um, we're, we were a slave of sin. We were a slave of uncleanness. And now let's switch over to the gift of righteousness. So the gift of righteousness, and remember, this righteousness is our acceptable um, place before God, okay? The condition acceptable to God, a state approved by God. So the gift of righteousness is a free gift. It's a gift. <laughs> if I give you this magnet and you don't take it, you can't, won't receive my gift of a magnet. <laughs> Gifts have to be received, so we need to take it, okay? 
the gift of righteousness. Let's start at Romans 5, verse 15. Okay. But the free gift, there's the word gift, is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense many died, this is talking about Adam's offense. We, Adam in the garden, ate the fruit, he sinned against God, you know, putting separation between him and God, and then we're all born into that, right? And so when we receive Jesus, we um, receive the closeness again that Adam once had in the garden. So, but, so verse 15 says, but the free gift is not like the offense, for if by the one man's offense many died, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation. But the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. The word justification here means declared righteous. We have been justified. In fact, Jesus, when he went into the grave, he died on the cross, he went into the grave for three days, and he was raised out of that grave because of our justification. Um, he declares righteous, or God declared us righteous because Jesus paid for us to be so, and he was raised. So we'll, we, we can get back to that in a minute. Verse 17, this is the one I was trying to get to. For by the one man's offense, Adam, death reigned through the one, much more those who receive, remember we have to receive the gift, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus Christ. And so... The gift of righteousness is a gift. We need to receive it. And it says we will reign in life by doing so. And reigning there is a kingly word. It's like reigning over a kingdom where a king has authority. Jesus gave us authority over sickness and disease. He gave us authority over our finances. He gave us this kingly authority. And so when we receive his grace, his abundance of grace and that gift to righteousness, we reign in life. So we will reign over our bodies, our symptoms, our circumstances. And so, okay, so free gift, Romans, go back to Romans 6 now, slaves of righteousness. So as a believer in Christ, we've been given this free gift of righteousness, and now we are slaves to righteousness. We are we can't get away from being right with God. Like that is super exciting because it has nothing to do with what we do to be righteous. Remember, it's a gift of righteousness. Remember, our self-righteousness is um, unclean. <laughs> it's um, Oh, I've got to get back to my thoughts here. Okay, slaves of righteousness. We cannot get away from it. We cannot get away from being right with God. Okay, so this is very important for 
us to meditate on this and receive this revelation. Um, because remember, those that receive that gift of righteousness reign in life. All right, let's go to Romans 10 now, because this gift of righteousness literally comes by us just believing it, believing it in our hearts. Um, go to Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. It's just believing and receiving it. And with the mouth, confession is made into salvation. So those of you that are believers, all we have said is we believe in you, Jesus. You are my Lord. You died on the cross for me. You took my place. Like we confess our salvation. Righteousness is just believed in our hearts. Um, Rome, or Let's go to Isaiah 61. This is just another confirmation of those that have put our trust in Jesus and our beliefs in Jesus. Um, this is how he sees us, okay? I will, so this is Isaiah 61, 10, one of my favorite all-time scriptures. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. You're literally clothed in salvation. His health, his victory, his prosperity, his safety. Like the word salvation is Yeshua. It's Jesus's name. So we are clothed with him. And then it says, he has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. We are covered in this robe of righteousness. So listen, remember we're a slave to it. God cannot help but see us through his son and his sacrifice that he did on the cross and he covered us with this righteousness. Like this is huge. <laughs> this means I am not guilty before God because Jesus, this is the gospel, guys. Getting this revelation of the gift of righteousness is the gospel. Um, yeah, go to Romans 1. Look at this. It even says it right here. Go to Romans 1, 16. For I am not ashamed, Paul speaking, of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power, the miracle working power, the healing power of God to salvation, to health, to prosperity, to victory. For everyone who believes, just by believing, for the Jew first and also for the Greek, in verse 17, look what it says. For in it, the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it's written, the just, the righteous shall live by faith. It's just by believing. It's not by us trying to attain it. It is a gift from God. And it it frees us up from guilt and condemnation and shame that would stop us from receiving what God is, like Jesus died to give us. And so this gift of righteousness is the gospel. Let's go to, this is a beautiful picture of that. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5. 
another favorite scripture. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. For he, talking about God, made him, talking about Jesus. So God made Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us. This is what he did on the cross for us. He became sin and he knew no sin. That we might become the righteousness of God in him. It's in Christ. So Jesus came. God sent his son because he loved us so much. He saw us that we were in our self-righteous modes. We were in our flesh, in our uncleanness, in our slaves to sin. And he sent his son to first get beat and flogged. And that's where by his stripes we are healed. He bore all sickness and disease on his body and took away pain. And then he became sin on that cross. And we, his body took all of the sin of the entire world, the past sin, the present sin, and the future sin on his body. He then said, he's, it, it's finished. It's done. It's paid for. He died, took all that sin to the grave, and was not risen until God declared us righteous. <laughs> and he left all that sin in the grave. Like sin is not an issue with God. And knowing this frees us from condemnation and guilt and shame and allows us to receive from him. And so it's the gospel. It is just, it's so beautiful. The gift of righteousness is so beautiful. Um, let's keep going. I just keep, I want to just keep, um, defining the gift of righteousness in, let's go to Psalms 24, 24. Okay. This is just another example of, um, how we receive it. It says he shall receive blessing. This is Psalms 24 verse five. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. It's a gift from God to his kids. Um, let's see here. There was one other. Okay, go to, go to Isaiah 54, verse 14. In righteousness you shall be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear and from terror, for it shall not come near you. You skip down to verse 17. It says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And guess what? It says, And their righteousness is from me. It's a gift. Their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. So the gift of righteousness is a free gift. We're a slave to righteousness. We can't get away from that right standing. Um, and I, let's go to 1 Corinthians 1. This is beautiful. Because in 1 Corinthians 1, chapter 1, verse 30, it says, because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, 
Jesus himself is our righteousness. Jeremiah, another scripture to prove that. Jeremiah, let's go to Jeremiah 23. Like Jesus himself is our righteousness. Jesus himself is our salvation. He is our everything. Um, go to Jeremiah 23. Almost there. Let's see. Okay, verse 6. It says, In his days Judah will be saved, and Israel will dwell safely. Now this is his name by which he will be called the Lord our righteousness. So this gift of righteousness is a free gift. It's Jesus himself. We are a slave to righteousness. To, we're a slave to the state of him who is as he ought to be. We're a slave to correctness of thinking, feeling, and acting. We're a slave to truthfulness. Like it is so beautiful because Jesus himself took our place on that cross and gave him gave us his place of righteousness. It's like the divine exchange. He became sin who knew no sin, so we could be the righteousness of God in him. So those are the two the differences between the two. Self-righteousness is in our own strength. It's um when we were slaves of sin, it was we were slaves of uncleanness. And then the gift of righteousness is the gift that we receive when we believe on Jesus as our Savior. Okay? Now, why is this important? <laughs> um, well, because in Deuteronomy 28, if you go back in the Old Testament, I'm not going to read it all, but it is incredible to see... Deuteronomy 28 will list all the blessings. If you keep the law, it lists all the blessings that you will receive. And then if you break the law, it lists all the curses that you will receive. Now we know as New Covenant believers that Jesus came and fulfilled the law. Christ is the end of the law for those who believe in him. Um, he like, we're not under the old covenant anymore. So if we break the law, Jesus has paid for it. We are free in Christ, okay? So you have to know that in Christ, all the blessings in Deuteronomy 28 are ours to receive. And in fact, in, I think, Ephesians 1, 3, it says we've been blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, okay? We have been blessed. So these blessings that are in Deuteronomy just list everything that is ours. And then the curses, under the curses, every sickness is named. It says, um, I think in verse, let's read this one verse. Go to Deuteronomy 28, verse 61. It says also, every sickness, every sickness, and every plague, every pandemic, um, which is not written in this book of the law, will the Lord bring upon you until you are destroyed. Like this is, this is part of the curse, okay? We're not under the co this old covenant. We're under the new covenant. Where in Galatians 3, 
let's just go there because this is very important to know. Galatians 3 says, <clears throat> Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So all the curses that were listed in Deuteronomy 28 were redeemed from it because Christ became that curse. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles and Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So why is this so important that we know we, we receive that gift of righteousness is because the righteous are blessed. The righteous um, are blessed with all the blessings. The, the cursed is where all the sickness is, okay? That's our old self. That's where our self-righteousness is. Um, like if we have this revelation of this gift of righteousness, it frees us up to receive the blessings of God, okay? And I, I want to just sh show you one, one more point with this. Um, let's go to Isaiah 64, six. Okay, this is amazing. <laughs> okay. It says, this is Isaiah 64, verse 6, but we are all like an unclean thing. Remember our self-righteousness? It's unclean. And all of our righteousnesses are like filthy rags. We all fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. This is a scripture that I've known for a long time, but I've never understood it. Um... And so finally, I asked God for wisdom with this because it says our righteousnesses are like filthy rags. Now, without getting into too much detail, <laughs> um, the word filthy rags in the Hebrew is literally, um, it's literally used menstrual filthy rags, okay? This is when a woman is on her monthly cycle. The Lord is is saying our righteousness is like filthy rags. Um, it's our menstrual flow, okay? <laughs> so without getting into too much detail, um, I am a woman, <laughs> so every month, I have been reminded that my self-righteousness is like filthy rags. Every month I'm reminded. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, why? Why is our self-righteousness related to that? Like, I don't understand. I mean, it's gross and whatever. But this is not just for women. It doesn't say that all women's righteousnesses are like filthy rags. It doesn't say we, just the women are on like an unclean thing, just the women's righteousness are like filthy rags. This is all, this is men and women, okay? But he's linked it to our monthly cycle. <laughs> and so finally, I asked God, wh why, <laughs> why? 
And so when you ask, you will receive. Like God is so good. He's just waiting for us to ask him questions so he can answer them with himself. And so this is how my revelation happened. I was in Psalms 119, and I have a love for Hebrew letters, Hebrew words. Like if I could learn another language, it'd be Hebrew. But when I study the Old Testament, I get to look up the Hebrew words and the Hebrew letters, and I just, it's so beautiful. So Psalms 119, I was just reading it um, one day, and I was at verse 105, and it's a famous verse that a lot of us have heard. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path, which I've heard my whole life. Like it just, there were songs written about it um, when I was growing up. And so... I was studying, and remember, this was after I asked God, why is our self-righteousness related to filthy rags? I don't understand. All of a sudden, I'm looking. In Psalms 119, there are Hebrew letters. All 22 Hebrew letters are in Psalms 119. If you haven't noticed, there's a little Hebrew throughout the whole chapter of Psalms 119. And right next to verse 105, is the 14th letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It's the word noon. It's an N sound. Well, noon, every Hebrew letter has a picture and has a number value. It has a meaning of its name. And so this is the 14th letter. The word noon means seed. It means offspring. It means firstborn, okay? So I'm looking at this and I'm like, okay, your word, whoa. I was like, okay, the word of God is the seed, right? Jesus is the capital seed, capital S seed, right? So the, and Jesus is the word, the word is the seed, it's the incorruptible seed that we get to plant in our hearts for it to grow. It, we want it to grow fruit. We want it to grow health and prosperity and victory and all of the, everything that Jesus died for us to give us. And so I'm looking at this and I'm literally like, oh my word. I had this revelation that the reason why, okay, the word noon or the letter noon, the Hebrew letter, remember I said it's a seed. The picture of it is a little dot with a squiggly tail. So that represents the seed of offspring, okay? I'm not wanting to get into too much graphic detail here, but you're getting my point, I hope. And so it all came together when I saw this scripture and that little Hebrew letter. And then I went back to Isaiah 64, where it says our righteousness are like, being on our menstrual cycle. When we plant the word of God in our hearts and we are in self-righteousness mode, in our flesh, in our, um, our own strength, we literally are, it's as if we're on our menstrual cycle where a seed cannot grow. So if a woman is on her menstrual, menstrual cycle, and she's trying to have a baby, she's not gonna get one, okay? 
And so it's the same with the word of God. We, we want the seed of God's word to work in our life. And Jesus, the word of God says, our self-righteousness is like we're on our menstrual cycle. So, oh, I hope you can hear me. It stops when we're in our own strength. It stops the word of God from working. Okay. A really beautiful um, story of this is in the New Testament. Let's go to Mark 5, verse 25. Oh, this is just so good. Okay, this is a, the beautiful story about the woman with the issue of blood. Okay, so let's just first read it and we'll talk. Mark 5, verse 20, yeah, verse 25. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. So she had this blood flow for 12 years. Um, literally, she was on her monthly cycle for 12 years, okay? She had suffered many things from many physicians. She would go to doctor after doctor after doctor. She spent all her money. So she's trying to get healed in her self-effort, right? In her own strength. She's like, I'm going to go to this doctor. I'm going to go to this doctor. And nothing wrong with doctors. Oh my goodness, no. But in her case, none of them helped her. And she spent all her money. She had nothing left. It says, then she grew worse. But when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. And in those days, a woman on her period or bleeding is unclean. You cannot be in public. But she had no other choice because she heard about Jesus, her Yeshua. Oh, okay. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. Now, why did she do that? Why? Okay, I'll keep reading. Ah, for she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Immediately, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has, your belief, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Faith in what? Remember, she had heard about Jesus, but then she's like, May I, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. She had faith in that. Could it be? <laughs> now, get this. Go to Malachi. She was a Jewish woman, so she knew the Old Testament. I'll bet you anything that she knew this scripture. Because you go to Malachi 4, verse 2, it says, But to you who fear my name, God is speaking, the Son of Righteousness shall arise 
with healing in his wings. Okay, once again, you look up the word in the Hebrew of the word wings because the son of righteousness, that gift of righteousness, has healing in his wings. Guess what? The word, where is it? The word, Hebrew word for wings is kanaf, and it means corner of garment. It's the corner of his clothes. Like she, I, she had to have known the scripture, Malachi 4 verse 2, because she knew if she touched his hem of his garment, his righteousness, she would be healed because the son of righteousness has healing in his garment. And so she touched it and instantly received. She touched his righteousness, not hers. She was done with her righteousness. She was done bleeding. She was done trying to get well in her own effort. So she touched the hem of Jesus's garment. It is so beautiful. So beautiful. I hope you can see this. And so, okay, I know I have to wrap this up. Oh, I could just talk about this for, for hours. His gift of righteousness will make us fruitful. Our righteousness makes us unfruitful, okay? So let's stop being in our own strength, trying to attain things that Jesus already died to give us. But once we can receive that gift of righteousness, we're not condemned, we're not shamed, we're not like feeling unworthy of healing. That woman literally just said, if I touched his robe of righteousness, I will be healed. So, um, oh my goodness. Let me just check my notes. I think, all right, I just have to wrap this up. So I hope this has blessed you. This is a topic that I will continue on meditating on and studying because Jesus himself in Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Everything that we need that pertains to life is in him, <laughs> in his kingdom and his righteousness and having a revelation of that, it just like, things will just be added. Um, things can flow. So I hope this has blessed you. I know it's a lot, a lot, but oh, praise God. It's so exciting. We are slaves of righteousness. We can't help but be blessed. And so as a man thinks, so is he. We need to think on these things. We need to meditate on these things. We need to ask God for more wisdom and to walk this out until we see him face to face. It's so exciting. So um, I would love to pray with you all right now. And um, I, just, I just pray that we all will continue to seek him. Seek him first in his righteousness. So all these things will be added unto us. So <clears throat> whatever, whatever you're going through right now, I encourage you to get into the word of God, to get into these promises and to plant them in your heart 
and just be done with self. Be done with trying to figure things out in your own strength and receive his abundance of grace and his gift of righteousness and you will reign in life. That is a promise. You will reign in life. You will be above the circumstances and not beneath. You'll be the head and not the tail. Um, so I just encourage you to get this word of God and plant it in your heart. See everything I've said today. Just see it for yourself in the word, okay? Plant the seed, Jesus, in your heart and watch what happens. So, Lord, I just thank you so much for every viewer right now watching this video. Lord, whatever they're going through, you have the answer. You are the answer. Lord, whether it's a, a health issue, whether it's a prosperity issue, um, depression, um, the cares of this world, whatever it is, Lord, that, that we're going through right now, you are the answer. That gift of righteousness, Lord, um, will produce good fruit. And so I just pray for everyone watching right now that they receive your abundance of grace and your gift of righteousness that they reign in life, Lord. And I just pray that all of us will just get to the end of ourselves and ask you for wisdom. Holy Spirit, you're our helper. You, your word, like in Psalms 119, it says your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. Your word will light the way. It will show us the way to victory and how to get from where we're at to where we need to be. Lord, I just thank you for your gift of righteousness. I thank you that you see your kids as right in right standing with you. And I just pray for all the viewers and myself that we will always have that revelation and have that um, just always receive that gift that you died to give us, Lord. We thank you and um, we praise your name, Lord, and we just thank you for wisdom, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for, for listening and um, I just am excited to hear testimonies and victory stories about receiving that gift of righteousness and reigning in life. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.